Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text Flash Film to 74121. That's one word, Flash Film to 74121. All right, let's get started. Ah, it's about that time to do something great. What's going on, everybody? How was y'all? Thanksgiving weekend, kids off, you're running around, you're turning up, you're doing all kind of stuff. I got kids in the background flipping off stuff. You know, you know how it is. What's really good with everybody? How y'all doing today? Today, we're going to talk about something I've been working on for a long time. I give you guys time to come in a room, give you guys time to, to populate, but it's something I've been working on for some time, and today I get to kind of announce it publicly. Um, gold members they know what's up because we didn't chopped it up a little bit about it but before i do that before we even get started it's important that we run the intro let's do that you're listening to content and cash a flash film academy podcast if you want to learn how to take pretty pictures this is not the place but if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera Buckle up, because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's going on? My name is Ty, and if this is your first time on Flash Film Academy, Flash Film Academy is not designed to help you fix your grandmama's eyebrows using Photoshop. This channel is dedicated to the business side of content creation. For those who want to use that camera to get that bag, in which you should be in 2020, because so many so many companies need content, they need images, they need video, they need podcasts, they need audio, they need training videos. And if you spent all this money on this camera and it is sitting in your bag collecting dust and you worried about bills, I got bad news for you. You may want to go on Craigslist, use that camera, get a mirror, take a real good picture of the camera, write up something cute, click for sale and let it go. Because you're not about that bag. So today we're going to help you be about that bag. We're going to help you turn your passion into profit. And we're going to teach you ways to, to, to go ahead and, you know, monetize this thing. A lot of people are scared to talk about monetizing it. You should be monetizing it. We're in an era, we're in a world where content is king. And content is the new crack. Every, every cell phone and watch and screen you have around you is a crack pipe. And you are a drug dealer waiting to create content to put in that crack pipe so people can walk around like this all day 
So make sure you are in a position where you can monetize this thing, right? You shouldn't be struggling if you know how to monetize your ability to create content, period. Don't feel bad for wanting to monetize it because when you upload a free video to YouTube, Google making money off of it. Why aren't you? Everywhere you upload a video to for free is making money off your video. Why aren't you? Right? So don't feel bad about it because every place you send videos to, don't feel bad about getting money off of all the content you put on Facebook, all the content you put on Instagram, every Snapchat you do, every social media site you've been uploading to for the past, I don't know how many years of your life, all the details and gossip and drama and funny videos and fight videos and all of that stuff you've been uploading, somebody's making money off of it. So don't ever feel bad about monetizing your content because it's time for you to monetize your content and get your bread. For those who don't know, my name is Ty. I am black by popular demand. I'm a former army combat photographer. Um, did my runs working for big companies, helping, helping making the millions with my camera. And I decided to go off and do my own thing and start my own business where I have worked with companies like Walmart, Toyota, Raising Cane's, Louisville, Kentucky, NFL. I got a bunch I can name. Got a bunch I can name. So if you're having problems with some video quality, make sure you hit that refresh button. Sometimes it act a little funny when everybody starts coming in the room. I see some of the comments um, that are popping up. Got some people from Virginia. Go ahead and post where you're at. I love to see, you know, I love to see uh, where everybody at. I love to see that. So. Sometimes it take a little, you know how YouTube is, when it starts talking about YouTube making money, it start, you know, getting a little funny. You know how that go. Anyway, um, let's talk a little bit because I got something important that I am announcing. I got something really important, right? I've been working a long time on this course um, and it's very important. It's very important that I get it out. And it continues to grow and develop for, for people like yourself that's looking to turn their passion into profit. Um, and I'm launching a course. There's actually, a, we're going to start a beta program, but let's talk about the course first. And then we'll talk about the program. Um, and I really want you guys to, to, to learn about it. Um, the name of the course is simple from passion to profit, a content creator's guide um, to build and grow your business, to create, build, and grow your business. I want to help you create it. I want to help you understand what it takes to create the business. I want to help you build that business, and I want to help you continue to grow that business. So um, I have a course, and we're going to talk about it a little more because we have it, of, we don't have it, we have it up at Flash Home Academy right now. It's not available yet. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I want to kind of talk about some of the things that's on the course um, so that you guys can get a better understanding of what, what all went into it. Uh, cause I think it's important and you know, I, I, you know, it's, it's been a while. It's been a long time coming. I will say that it's been a long time coming. I've been working hard on it. Um, so let's just talk about some of the things that's coming with, um, with the, with the course It's three different parts, create, build and grow three different parts. Big shout out to everybody that's watching on um, Facebook. Much love to you, all my Facebookers. It's popping in. All my YouTubers is popping in. 
So let's talk about that for a second, because uh, I want to make sure that, you know, we're going we're gonna to talk about the beta part of it, because we got a beta part just to make sure it's it's what you need and not just what you want. Because um, I think that's really important. I think that's really important. Let me jump on here and share this. So this here um, is the actual create page, right? Which talks about the actual course itself. Um, and what I want to jump into, I want to show you some things. I want to talk about curriculum. I couldn't hear what you said. See, Siri even wanted. I want to talk about curriculum a little bit um, because there's some things that's important that I feel like you need to know when we go ahead and do these things. That's right. Go ahead and hit the likes. There are just, it's a lot to this course. As you can see, let me just scroll down. We go all the way up to set, like 17 chapters. It's all video. Um, and it's important that you understand. We start with an intro. We, we, we punch you in the throat early because there's some things you need to be honest with yourself when it comes to being in this business to decide whether or not you are a great fit. You are built for this. Some of you know you're built for it. Some of you on the fence. This part of the course kind of helps you understand whether or not you are. Um, and if this is a great place for you. So let's just look over at the um, curriculum because there's some things that's really important that's added to the first module. Again, it's it's build or create, build, grow. One is to help you create the company, right? Everything you need to know about LLC, taxes, banking, um, understanding your company image, how to look big. You know, the goal is to go after big clients. A lot of people are like, well, where are the clients at? That does The truth is you haven't presented yourself in a way where you're attracting companies. Companies do business with companies. They don't buy from people. Walmart don't buy from people. They sell to people, but they buy from other companies. But if your company doesn't look like a company they would do business with, they won't do business with you. And that's why you're missing the big checks because those who have the big checks Spend it with big companies. So um, some of the things, the intro talks about what to expect, info about me, how to be, how to prepare for growth. Um, section two talks about the fact that you need to be honest with yourself. It's going to be a throat punch, right? That You need to be honest with yourself to determine whether or not this is even right for you. Because this may not be right for you. You may be a better freelancer if you don't want the overhead and the responsibility of a business. But high, with, with high risk comes high reward. Um, section three talks about the major changes in the industry. Why is that important, Ty? Because if you take an advice from somebody who had a portrait studio, you will not make it. If you take an advice from somebody who used to do it, you will not make it. The industry has changed even in the past three years where, you know, eight, nine, ten years ago, the only companies that really had a lot of video were companies that needed commercials or maybe training videos. But today we live in an industry where everybody needs video constantly for their social media all day, every day. Companies are being advised to post to their social media accounts every single day and not text, not text, images or video. Um, so it talks about the fact that the industry is not what it was. The next section talks about niche, right? A lot of people ask, how do I pick a niche? Where do I look to find a good niche? That section talks about that. That section talks about what a bad niche is. That section talks about whether or not a niche is relevant or not in your area. There are niches that are better in certain areas than other areas. You need to know that. 
That section talks about that. Next, it talks about the name. Well, why is why is the name so late in the first module? Why are we talking about name so late? Um, because it's important that you have your niche first, then you can name your company, right? Cinnabon decided they wanted to make cinnamon buns before they named their company Cinnabon. They didn't just call themselves Cinnabon and say, well, what are we going to focus on? Their name plays into their niche. So they look like subject matter experts. When you, when you see a Cinnabon, you have no doubt as to what they do. You have no doubt as to the fact that they are the best Cinnabon you can possibly get. Even if it's not, you may have some of your favorites, but their name says, this is what we do. This is who we are. They had to come up with that name after they decide to be the Cinnabon King or Cinnamon Bun King. So that's why name is after niche. Um, the next part talks about the fun stuff, location, LLC, phone, baking, credit card, bookkeeping, taxes. That is very important. If you do that wrong, you can possibly be in jail. But I'll give you a little tidbit, like little things that people aren't thinking about that is in the course that will just open your eyes. Um, I tell people all the time, don't get a P.O. box, get a UPS store. Why? Because the UPS store has a suite number, not a P.O. box. All of the companies that you're looking to do business with, all of the credit cards you're looking to get and ways you're looking to build credit, all of the utilities and your LLC don't want to send to a P.O. box. And you don't want to put your home address because you're telling all the thieves in the world that, hey, guess who just popped up on Google Maps? A place where you can break in and get all this camera gear you want. So you don't want to link it back to your home address. And if you sign up with your LLC before you have the, the UPS box, they're going to ask you to list an address. That address will be your home address. So when somebody look up your LLC in the state, guess what home address they got? It sounds crazy, but hackers aren't just hacking on computers. They're using systems like this to find the information they need so that they can come to your house because your website says you shoot with Reds, Blackmagics, or Sonys. They can come to your house and get the latest and greatest for two easy payments of free 99 um, That section also talks about how to build credit, your phone system, things you should know about banking when you decide to go with a banker or a bank account, um, as well as what order you should be doing those things in. It talks about things like um, what companies you can use to build your business credit. You want to build your business credit. Extremely important. There are some companies that won't do no credit check. They're like, here, let's do business. And there's some companies that will require a credit check or a security deposit, or they will ask that you add your personal credit to your business to kind of secure the credit. But that's what we talk about in that section. And we kind of point you in places where you can develop the credit. Um, next is look, is logo look and colors. This comes later. It's a reason why it's there, right? Because once we start to understand our niche, then we know what colors favor our niche more, right? If you're going into dog grooming, you can probably get away with some browns or whatever colors dogs come in. If you're going into dental, you probably want to go bright white, cleaner colors, maybe pastel colors. However, you don't want to pick a color and you don't have a niche because your color may be something that completely turns that niche off. Your colors can't be brown and you want to go into the medical field. 
It's just weird. It's not a clean color. It doesn't add a clean feel. Can it be done? Possibly yes. But if you pick your colors after you pick your niche, you can play into that favor. Um, Next will be the gear needed. What kind of gear do you need, right? I don't want to tell you to go out and buy everything. However, I'm going to give you a tidbit that's located on the course. Redundancy. If you don't have two cameras, you don't have one camera, period. If you're not showing up to a job with two cameras, not two shots, just a second camera, you're going to have a hard time because it's going to take one bad memory card or one drop. And guess what? Not only have you lost that client, but you probably you've lost that job. You've lost that client and probably anything else, anything else you have scheduled for that week. You always want to have two cameras, but that's just a little tidbit um, that comes from drones and that whatever you use as your main uh, way of capturing content. Even if you are a, um, you're doing podcasts. You need to have two methods to record. So it talks about what gear you need. Number number nine talks about your target audience, understanding who are you going after? Are you just a fisherman or are you a bass, a large mouth bass fisherman? You know, a fisherman will go to any, any pond, any puddle and throw a rod in there in hopes that they catch something. A large mouth bass fisherman will get a boat, go exactly where they need to go during the right weather conditions at the right lake at the right time with the right bait and catch a ton of fish. That's why you can sit at home and watch TV and see fishing and they just pulling fish out the water every three minutes. And you're like, how in the hell? Like, what are they doing? They are taking advantage of opportunity by understanding who their target audience is or what their target fish is. Business works the same way. A lot of people are just, you just got a stick and a rope and you're just hoping to catch a big fish. Doesn't work like that. Doesn't work like that. Um, so that section talks about that. Um, the next section talks about the importance of beta testing. This, if anything, is one of the biggest Flash Film Academy exclusives. I've never heard of any other content creator tell you to beta test. They'll tell you to shoot for free. They'll tell you to build a portfolio. But the part they don't tell you is why the information is more important than the content you get. Beta testing helps you walk into a place, talk to somebody. It helps you ask the right questions so that you can build your brand and know what your audience want. Imagine if you can go talk to Bass Fish and say, where do you guys like to eat? Where do you guys like to swim? What's the best time of year? to You know what I'm saying? Literally, that is what it is. And you got a group of fish that's saying, we like worms. We like worms under the pier when it's cloudy on Tuesdays. And you're like, cool. So now I know what to do, how to do it. Very important when you are in business. Or you can guess. You can spend years guessing. But for me, I learned that one day when I asked a client, when I got, I got, I got to be good friends with one of my clients. And... I got to pick their brain and I got so much out of that conversation um, that it was more valuable than any work I've shot, any footage that I got from shooting from them. It was more valuable than the fact that it was more valuable than what they paid me for that shoot. I was able to take that information and I was able to grow my business a lot because of what they told me, because the stuff they were going through, every other person in that industry or every other business like them in that industry was also going through it. So real important pricing. We talk about how to price your work and we talk about the structure based pricing, like how, how to price it. What should you be charging based on where you are in the world and structure based pricing? I like structure based pricing. I can't even talk today. I don't do a lot of 
guessing and ballpark figuring and I don't do kits. I don't do none of that. That leaves clients confused. That makes clients not trust you. It makes you seem a little shady because last week we did a job. You quoted us this. Now we want to do a job and you're quoting us something totally different. I don't understand, fam. What's up? It's kind of of shady. I feel like you're trying to hit me over the head. It also teaches you how to maximize their budget. If you set it up right, a client will maximize their own budget, but you got to set it up right. You got to present it to them. The same way Subway present you with options, you don't go in there saying, oh, I really just want to spend $2 on a sub. You know how much you want to spend in your head. And because you have options available, you pick and choose what you want. So present options. Often, a lot of content creators don't present options. They say, what is your budget? And whatever I offer you just so happen to be within your budget or at the maximum amount of your budget. And that seems shady, fam. It seems shady. It's kind of like somebody saying, hey, how much gas do your car take? Oh, it takes 27 gallons. Oh, well, this is the price for 27 gallons. But my man just got 10 gallons and he didn't pay, you know, he paid this, that, and the other. Well, you got 27 gallons. We're going to tax you for it. Oh, you got a Cadillac out there. Oh, yeah, you can afford to pay a little more for gas. So we're going to charge you more for gas. What's going on? Everybody just came in the room. So having a base price, a base structure pricing allows you to simplify your pricing. It allows you to create products and packages from pricing. Hey, to do a two, to do a interview that consists of two hours of talking head, two hours of B-roll and editing for a two minute video is this flat price. However, we're running a special where it's discounted. So that is what the pricing portion will help you um, get. 12 teaches you how to know the competition, how to look at the competition, how to notice their pitfalls, what they're having issues with. When I say competition, I mean other content creators in your area. Their website is telling you a lot. Their reviews is telling you a lot. How to look at that stuff and say, okay, I see what I see what they're doing. I see what they're not doing. I see where they're struggling. A lot of content creators around you are trying to do everything. They're suffering for that. That's perfect for you. Because as a as a niche content creator, it allows you to clean up a lot in certain areas. And you're gonna get a lot of clients to say, Oh, I work with them, but they really wasn't experts. That's like getting the that's like getting the cinnamon bun from other places. And then you go to Cinnabon, like Cinnabon is, I got a cinnamon bun from Denny's. It was, uh, but that's why I'm here at Cinnabon, because I got the taste for a cinnamon bun. And you guys are the subject matter experts that make the best cinnamon bun, that only focuses on cinnamon buns. That's how you need to be with content creation. Or you can be a pastry shop that kind of do everything. Um, 13.1 talks about building the ultimate sales tool, your website. It talks about building your website, what needs to go on your website, where to go to get help with your website, what order things should be on your website. It also talks about your email, why your email is extremely important. A lot of people skip this. They spend money on websites and then they send out a Gmail account. Why? It's a no-go. Um, 14 talks about things to avoid, big mistakes I've made. Um, one of the mistakes I made was cutting corners with my original logo until I received a cease and desist. Number 15 talks about books that will dramatically help your mindset. It takes a different mindset to be a, a boss, to be a owner, to be a CEO, to be an entrepreneur. That mindset is different from the, the consumer mindset you were bred to be. 
And you got to pull away from that. You got to make different decisions. You got to look at the world differently because if you don't, you will go into business as a consumer and you won't survive. We know a lot of businesses that don't, they don't think about the business side of it. They feel like if I buy it for a dollar and I sell it for two, I'm making money. That's not the case. Most companies wouldn't survive if they only were able to double their money. There's usually three to four, 500% markups on certain things. Um, there's usually areas where they take a hit, you know, in order to sell you more of something else. Don't believe me? Go look at the cost of an Xbox or a PlayStation 5 right now. Those companies aren't making money off of the system because they know the longevity of making, money's off, making money off software, especially when you do things like digital downloads. That's why they want you to do a digital version. There's no shipping. There's no printing. There's no CD cost. It's pure profit. That's $60 you're paying for that game is pure profit. So those are things you can think about as you talk about business. Now, that is the first module right there. There is a second module, which will, oh, let me talk about this. This is also what's included in the course. I almost forgot about it. Um, Six things, a beta pack, which comes with a pitch template to help you pitch to a beta client, a questionnaire, so you're asking the right questions, um, and your agreement slash NDA. Your agreement slash NDA talks to, the client and say, Hey, we're not going to share your secrets that you share with us. We we would hope that you wouldn't share ours. It ain't that we will hope we got this NDA to make sure you don't, but the NDA is in place. Plus it shows that you're a professional business. That's, that's legitimate. You're not somebody that's in there like, yo, yo, uh, you know what I'm saying? I need this hookup. You don't want to be that. Um, real quick bookkeeping for the business. There is a section where I go into it on a course and I dive deep into it. Um, bookkeeping is, let me just be real with you. If you mess up bookkeeping, you're going to jail. You don't want to mess it up. And that's just as, as blunt and plain as I can be. If you mess up bookkeeping, you're going to either jip yourself or you're going to jail or both. So, you know, um, any, anything on subcontracting others to do commercial work. I have a lot of clients asking for work, but my client, but my current works keep me busy um, but don't trust other clients. Yes. We'll talk about that in, in, in one of the f- future modules. Are there any extras you'd be throwing in with the buy one, get two parts? We're going to talk about that. So this is included if you buy all of them together. You get the beta pack. You get the structure-based um, pricing calculator. And the structure-based pricing calculator is pretty dope. Um, let me see if I can pull that up here while we wait. Um, it's pretty dope. You also get um, testimonial request email template because you want testimonials from your client. You want them to have the ability to, you want to send out something and I have mine automated. not going to lie to you. Mine is automated where after a certain amount of time, it goes out to my client and I ask for testimonials. I ask them to leave me perfect, not perfect, but good reviews, favorable reviews. Um, I ask them to come out and film them. Um, next is a client request email template, which we send out to clients and ask them for referrals. Sometimes they ain't thinking about it. Hey, do you know anybody that can benefit from our services? I have a, I have a email template that's based around that. And this go out to those who have filled out my testimonial, because usually those who fill out testimonials really like your service and you ask them for referrals. Also, I have a non buyers email, um, feedback template. Why is that important? That is extremely important because jobs you didn't get, people who say, no, nah, we're going to go in a different direction. 
it's important that you know why they went in a different direction. This is the, the most valuable template you could ever get, right? All you guys that are using Thumbtack and you're not getting leads, I built my business on, on feedback from Thumbtack on leads that didn't buy from me. That's how I started getting better. Not the guys who bought from me. I, them easy. It's, it's, it's hard to make adjustments after a win. It's easy to make adjustments after a loss because you have more data. You have more information. You have more analytics on what went wrong. You can barely make it. You can win by two points and be like, gosh, what do we need to change? Okay, maybe a few things. But when you lose, you have it's it's just a lot more uh information. And that's when I tell you, fail forward, right? It's okay to fail, but you need to fail forward. You need to understand why a client didn't choose you. And you'd be surprised at how many clients are just straight up, like, yeah, I just wasn't filling your website, or it just wasn't enough information for me to make the decision, or you guys didn't have enough um you guys didn't have enough information about this particular item we're looking for. You guys had everything. And I literally, I started learning this from, from that. You guys had a lot of stuff. I really didn't see a lot about this one. And this other website had nothing but what we were looking for. So that is why that template is valuable. Also, client feedback form. This is a form that you will fill out yourself as you're talking to a client, right? To get more information on what they like and didn't like about a delivered video. How can we improve? I know you you bought from us, you like us, you got the video, but sometimes clients will get the video. You don't know how they feel about it. Y'all just go y'all separate ways. And there was a moment where you could have improved. And the goal with business is understanding where you can improve all of the time. If you can't measure it, you can't grow. You can't get better if it's not measurable. So even during a win, you want to be able to measure what you're doing. That is module one. There's also a second module, which I'm going to talk about um, here in a second. There's a second module that... uh. Cover some other stuff. This is the new website, by the way. If you guys haven't had a chance to go over to it, we've made a lot of changes to the website. This is it. This is module one. We're going to get into module two and module three. So module one is we're going will be available very soon. Module two um, launches in February. Um, module three launches in March. So why? Good looking out, babe. Appreciate you. No, I didn't give price yet. I'm going to get price in a minute. Um, module, there's a reason why it's like that, because we're going to start a beta program for module one. So those who are in the beta program, I'm literally going to hold your hand through taking it. I'm literally going to make sure you get something out of it. I'm literally going to make sure you are successful from it. Why? Because this is not a get rich quick scheme. This is a, this is my blood, sweat and tears in a course that is designed to help you grow your business. And if it don't do that, I'm not selling it. So I want to make sure, and people spending their hard earned money. Let's be real. People working, they, they working for this, right? I want to make sure it's more than valuable. I want to make sure, I want to make sure you, you watching it and you're just like, you can't even talk. And I'm always hard on myself, making sure I provide that with this channel and just everything that I do, that I give, give, and I provide. My first sign of that was I got all hands on deck. So I got I got editors that are that I'm working with that are helping get everything done on time. And I have editors that are like, dude, I'm blown away just editing the footage. Like, this is crazy. Like I've learned so much. I would have did this for free. 
So we we may have some of my you may see some of my editors in the beta in the beta team uh when we start moving forward because they are uh just loving it. Just loving it. Um, but I want to talk about the second part because everything is here and there are some things that could possibly change about the first part, depending on the beta group that we talk to and how they feel about things. Um, and they're there. If they say, Hey Ty, I need more detail on this or Hey Ty, I need you to show me exactly that. Then it'll be added to the course. These courses are forever updating, changing, growing courses. I will always be updating them. Um, what if I have 75% of the course completed in, in the work? Should I go to module two? I would not advise it. One of the biggest things real quick. Um, I want to make sure I say, make sure you appreciate the super chat, bro. I really appreciate it. Good time talking to you the other day as well. I want to say one thing. The, the order is extremely important. The order is extremely important. I've been giving you guys tons of information over the past year. However, one thing that's really important to your success is the order. And there may be, you may have to take a step back and say, okay, let me reevaluate what I got so far. The order is extremely important because if you go after a, my, my phone, want to talk. If you go after a target audience and you don't know your niche, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. I think you should have a niche and a target audience before you start to develop the company before you start to think of company names, colors, and logos, because you want to do everything you possibly can to appeal to your target audience. Right. And I use Cinnabon as an example because there are subject matter experts who whole brand is, is built around going after people who love cinnamon buns, who want desserts, period. Everything they do, from use their ovens to make the smell extra loud so you can walk through an airport or an airport or airport or a mall and get punched in the throat. Everything they do, their placement, their name, their logo, their colors, their bags, everything about that brand is designed for people who love cinnamon buns. Your brand needs to do the same for whatever niche you do, whether it be corporate headshots, testimonials, you work with dog groomers, dentists, whatever product you offer, your brand needs to be built around that product. It's extremely important because when whenever you meet competition, I mean, name a place you'd rather get a cinnamon bun from other than Cinnabon, like off the top of your head, other than the place you know personally that's like, okay, I've been there before. I know I like theirs. It's my favorite. But if you had to put any other place up against Cinnabon, to get a cinnamon bun, nothing wins just off the eye test. Nothing wins. So think about Krispy Kreme, right? Think about their name and their brand. Uh, somebody say Auntie M's. Maybe I like Auntie M's. I ain't gonna lie. Um, but if you had to decide, like if you had cinnamon bun versus Auntie M's, you know what cinnamon, cinnamon does. Auntie M's, you gotta see it. You gotta walk up and read the menu. So, you want to build your brand to go after your client. And we got to determine who that client is. We got to we got to know what they do, what they like, what they're into. That needs to be done first. Then we can get a logo, then we can get colors, then we can get the or then we can get the company name, then we get logo and colors. Right? Because if let's say if you're working with people that deal with golf, you probably want to add green to your color. Green and white will probably be your base colors. So something you definitely want to do. 
before I said Gmail is obsolete, Gmail as your personal account is completely obsolete. Yes, don't do it. It makes you look like a scam. I don't trust Gmail accounts. I don't even, I don't care if they're coming through my PayPal. I don't trust Gmail accounts. Especially if, if you think about it, what if Comcast emailed you from a Gmail account, right? What if your credit card company said there's been an issue on your credit card from a Gmail account? This is American Express. We have a, you know, did you make this purchase? Yes or no from American Express Supercard at Gmail. Instantly, you're like, ugh, something ain't right. So you want to, you want to, you know, you want to definitely do that. Noticing a lot of international peeps in the chat. Is the business aspect of the module strictly U.S. focused or is it more general, generalized? That is a great question. It is definitely generalized. Um, and that is why I invite some of our international guys to join our beta group just to help make sure it's even more generalized. That's the part. That's the benefit of having uh, a beta group to come in and say, hey, Ty, we should add this or we should take this out or I wish I had a little bit more of that. You literally get to help form the final product. You literally get to say, this is what I run into. I wish it had that. Cool. I'll create a section for it. We'll add that to it. Let's go. Let's go through module two because there's a lot of other stuff. Um, module two talks about what to expect. It talks about being ready for business. Right? It's, that's a lot into itself. Um, turning leads into clients. I'm getting people on my website. I'm getting people call. How do I turn them into a client? It talks about the proposal. What needs to be on your proposal? A la carte items, the placement. It talks about how to sell, sell stories by telling your own. It talks about the importance of showing value. It's really important. It's really important that you understand how to show value. Little things like pictures of your team working with the client shows value. I'm going to teach you how to show value, right? You got to show value so that you can ask for this big check you want. Without showing value, people gambling. They, they rolling the dice. They like, mm, I gamble about $300 to see if it come out. But if you show value, if you're a sure thing, people spend $3,000 without a problem, right? When you go to the dealership, and you go to certain companies like Mercedes, Mercedes have built themselves on showing value to become a luxury brand. They're, they're so good at it that their logo and symbol alone brings prestige. Like it brings, it, people wear Mercedes Benz logos on their shirts to feel high and mighty. Like I, it's a Mercedes logo. I feel good about myself. People, people would rather buy a used Mercedes than a brand new Kia just to have a Mercedes. Like, think about that for a minute. Think about the how much of a consumerism, like, like think about that for a second. If you need transportation, they would rather buy a five-year-old Mercedes just to say, I have a Mercedes, than a brand new Kia that will get them back and forth with more reliability. So that's something to definitely keep in mind. And it's something you got to realize as you become a business owner. Um, if I already have a business um, that I'm what, oh, restructuring, is, is this course appropriate for me? I already have a logo website networking with others. Yes, because it helps you evaluate whether or not, because you can have a logo that can be working against you and not even know it. I, I've been there before. I had a logo that was not, I had a logo and 
some things that were a part of my business that were hurting me and I had no idea until I brought in I had one I was doing one-on-one coaching and I brought in a consultant spent thousands of dollars for somebody to say why do you have this I I don't know I thought it was dope it looked good yeah but this is what clients are running to as they're coming to your website it's hard to read this that and the other to co- like I it was just stuff I didn't think about and you'd be surprised what you're doing, like self-inflicted stuff that you're doing, that's slowing down your clients, that's slowing down your ability to turn leads into customers, that's slowing down your traffic on your website. It's something that was a throat punch for me. That's why I always talk throat punch because I remember every major throat punch I received trying to build this business. I remember every Popeye's biscuit I ate without water trying to grow this business. And I'm trying to help you like skip them, like overcome them hurdles so you're not in the same place. Because I'm sure it's a lot of you guys that have invested heavily in your website. You think it looks good. You think your logo looks good. You think you got a pretty good demo reel and you're at home waiting for your phone to ring. And you don't know why. And a lot of that comes from lack of business knowledge because we think that as we think that because we are consumers, we know how the business works. And I tell you all the time, you and I have been eating apple pies for our whole life. I don't care how long you've been eating apple pie. You can't determine what temperature that oven was on to cook it. You can't determine how much butter in it. You probably can't even figure out how many apples went into one apple pie. You don't know how much cinnamon, how much vanilla. You don't know the ingredients of it. Even though you've tasted it every single day of your life, you can't replicate it. You think you can. You can get some apples and chop it up and put it in some crust and throw it in the oven and hope that you get it. But you'll be like, man, something ain't right. Something ain't right. So what I do is break down the business side, break down the understanding, the theory behind why you should be doing what. It's cost me tens of thousands uh, working with consultants and just busting my ankles and arms and scraping my knuckles figuring it out. But once it clicked, it clicked. And I was like, okay, I'm on to something. Once I went from, I hope I get a client this month to, I hope I be able to pay bills. I hope we can keep lights on. I hope I can get, man, I, when it went from that to, Hey, I'm sorry, we're booked until who knows when, like I can put you on the waiting list. You'll start to understand the difference. You'll go from hoping you get business to being selective. Like I choose the jobs I want. I, I, I choose the jobs I want. There's certain months I shut down and I'm not working. I'm taking that month off. Um, but you have to get in a position where you attract the right type of client consistently. My bad on the long run on that, but it's really important. It's something that just took me time to learn. I went from hoping and wishing, you know, when you go in business is scary because you don't know whether you're going to float or it's going, you, you know, you, you do it with what I call, handlebars it's the handlebars theory where you're hanging on one bar and you're swinging hoping to grab the next and the bar is further or closer every time and you don't have consistency right you want to make it where the bars is super close and you're just doing this and not you swinging or hanging for the next bar to appear um so yeah we're gonna get into that in a minute because that course we're gonna throw in with the beta program we're gonna get to that in a minute Showing everybody how to survive and thrive. Yes, I'm, 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 I'm giving you everything. 
So yeah, the, the handlebars is something that I, it's just it it sucks. And some people do it with relationships. Let's go to relationship. Uh, some people do it with relationships. They hold on to somebody that they okay with until they find something better because they don't want to be in limbo or in the air flying. So, you know, it, it's you know we certain people do that. They 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 meet somebody they like and oh, okay now they want to end it with this person. I'm done with you. I'm handlebarring over to the next. You know, so it it you know it, it's crazy. You know, I try. You know, I try to keep it clean, Roman. You know, you know, I'm trying to. You know, I try to keep my glow up to up to par. So, um, importance of showing value helps bring in the right type of clients. Look big to get paid big. I cannot stress how important it is for you to look like the company that you want to be. Um, because you'll get paid like that company. And businesses do do business with businesses. They don't hire people, like I said. But if you're a big business, if you're a nice business, they won't stutter when it comes to the price, right? Just like you don't stutter when when Mercedes say that that car is one hundred eighteen thousand four hundred sixty three dollars, you don't stutter. You pay it. You pay it. But if you had a B lot, and they like, oh man, this car is seventeen thousand. You know, uh. You know, my man just put the new motor in it. You're like, hey, man, can I get it for 16? Okay, let me see. You don't want to be in that situation. You want to say a price and have a clientele that's like, perfect, we'll take it. We'll take two. You have to work to attract that client. That client is not going into a B-lot negotiating with a used car. You have to look like it. So um, number eight is the callback. Why is that important, Ty? Because you need to know how to approach that client after they've seen your proposal. You need to know where you should be coming, like how you should be landing that plane, that jet, right? Because there's some things you need to look out for and signs from clients that you may not pick up on if you haven't been trained to, like a client that has not looked at a proposal, or at least they say they haven't when you sent it with Proposify and you know that they've looked at it. In fact, you know that they spent 72% of the time the proposal's been open on the budget part. Now I know that they have an issue with budget, especially if I'm calling and they're saying I haven't looked at it. How do you handle that situation? We talk about that. Um, we talk about making sure you reintroduce yourself, making sure you, because you know business owners are busy. People who work for companies are busy. They got other stuff to do, right? They're hiring you to handle it. I don't want to just deal with it. Let me know when it's done. I just want to take the credit for it and present it to my boss or my clients. I don't got time. I'm paying you so I can take the credit for it, right? Period. Let's make it easy for them. So the callback is extremely important. So important they got eight different sections. The callback is extremely important. We talk about things like how to overcome objections. Nah, man, you ain't got the money. I'm going to tell you how to overcome that. We talk about things like how to apply urgency. So, uh, you know, we're going to just wait a minute. We're going to just see what. No, I'm going to teach you how to overcome that. Um, We also talk about asking for the sale. Because you can call them and walk them through it. And they're like, yeah, that's, that sounds real good, man. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, Um. okay, cool. Yeah, you know, hey, uh. Yeah, I'm going to go watch the football game. We're going to, yeah, okay, I'll talk to you later. Just missed your sale. <laughs> so you got to ask for the sale, and we talk about ways to ask for the sale. That's right. Tell, tell them, create it. Tell them to get to go to go-go mode real quick. Good guy right there. 
Um, number nine, we talk about services I use to help me close sales. There are some services that I use that help with closing sales. I've mentioned one is proposal file. Number 10 talks about insurance. There's a few different insurances you need to know about. There's project insurance, there's personal insurance, there's drone insurance, and there's other insurance. And we talk about everything from business insurance to insurance that protects you from a client tripping over a wireless microphone, breaking their elbow, and they're trying to sue you because remember, you showed all this value. You look like this big company. People see opportunity in that, right? I tell people all the time, I've never been cut off more in my life while driving on a freeway until I got a van that's wrapped with my company logo because people are trying to cut me off and and get paid because every billboard says I'm the Texas hammer and we're going to sue these truck drivers and every commercial during the day. We're going to sue everybody that cut you off and we're going to get you a million dollars. And they see me and they're like this multimedia company. Oh, I'm about to get paid. I'm going to cut them all the way off. I'm going to, I'm going to tear my car up around them and they want to, they want to sue you. They're, I know in America, I can't speak for other countries. People find opportunities in that. They see that you are, they look at you. They see that you are a big business. You're here working with Walmart. You must be a big trillion dollar company. We can settle all the court for 500,000 and I can go on about my business. So you need insurance to protect every aspect of your business. I have business insurance before I have health insurance sometimes. That's just me because I know that people look for, and this is, listen, I'm going to tell you, I learned this from a close call. I learned this. Thank God I had video captured on my truck because I learned this the hard way. I didn't learn this. I didn't have somebody say you should get, I had to present a file. Like, look, they cut me off. Here's the tape. And they were like, oh, snap. I didn't learn this from somebody saying, you know what? It'd be a good idea. No, I learned this from almost losing everything. So, but, but I had, I had the mindset to protect myself and have cameras and stuff. So I teach you that. So you won't be in that situation where you're starting a new LLC because somebody didn't took everything from your old one. Um, so it's important that you know that. Uh, and as a business, people are going to look at, they looking for opportunity. There's people who don't want to work for it. They want it given to them. There's lawyers that'll take the case for free. It's like, oh, you're getting sued by this big company. We'll take this for free for our 20 percent because we know we're about to get we about to go in and ask for 50 million and settle for one point two. protect yourself. And that insurance is really dirt cheap. It's dirt cheap. You probably pay less for all three of those insurances together than you would for car insurance. Other insurances talks about how to have um, more coverage on things like your homeowners or your renters insurance, overlapping coverage for gear and things like that. Like if you have really good renters insurance or homeowners insurance, if somebody break into your car and steal your $6,000 Ursa mini and your car insurance is like, well, we only cover cameras up to a thousand dollars. You're like, what kind of camera I'm gonna get for a thousand dollars. You have over overlapping insurance to help supplement that, that cost. And that's something that, you don't want to learn the hard way. You don't want to learn this the hard way. You don't want to be out of a camera. I just seen a guy um, post a video recently about somebody stole his A7S3. I still ain't even got my A7S3. I'm still waiting on mine. And it sucks to have it stolen. And you are just out of luck. Like, what are you going to do if you got business? Like, not only do you lose the A7S3, but if you're booked, you're missing money. 
That that cost of that that camera is more than thirty five hundred when you're missing twenty thousand dollars worth of work. You got to go rent a camera, and I ain't got time for that. Um, so next is managing social media presence. This is for you. This is what your brand needs to be portraying and pushing on social media. It's very important that you build your brand or you help build your brand with social media. And there's certain things your client is looking for when they're snooping around and they leave your website is certain things they want to see to trust your brand. So if you posting crazy stuff like cameras and you know, you at a party and you got to, they don't want to see that that's hurting you. All right. Number 12 is the right way to advertise. Like people want to know, how do you advertise? How do you market? You got to make sure you market the right way. Now that we got your niche, now that we did everything from the first part, we know who our target audience is. We know what their favorite color is. We know where they like to hang out. Marketing pay-per-click may not be the best thing for you. If your target audience is a avid golfer, it may be cheaper to spend $500 to appear in a golf magazine with way more results than it would be to spend $500 a month to do pay-per-click. What works for you won't work for them, depending on what your niche is, right? If your niche is beauticians and barbers, it may be beneficial for you to team up with the big hair show in your area to be a part of their literature and their emails. It may be there's other ways to market than the regular pay per click Google, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat that just want that has they have a system to just spend your whole budget ASAP. That's just what they do. If you know how to work it, can you get a return on investment? Yes, but it changes constantly for a reason. They are improving it, but you got to be a pro and stay up on it and live in that world to be super successful at it. So there's other ways to get your target audience. That is a great way to do it. But I want to talk about other ways to advertise because a lot of you guys are sitting on um there, there, a lot of you guys are, are sitting on niches that are easy to get to. The target audience are easy to get to. And y'all skipping over something simple to go to Google and Facebook because you're being, as a consumer, you're being force fed the idea that Google and Facebook advertising will solve everything. And in some cases it will, but there are a lot of cheaper ways to advertise. Like all, I tell people all the time, if you do any type of events, if you do any type of events, you need to be in, like if you do corporate events, you need to be with corporate event planners to the point where they know you, where they're tired of seeing you, where you running in with Red Bulls and coffee from Starbucks. You can you can take a corporate event photographer coffee from Starbucks four times a week and spend $100 a month, if that, and develop a relationship with somebody that can pack your calendar until you tap out. Or you could spend $500 a month in hopes that you get a, you get somebody to click on your link, come to your website, you convert them, you do all of that. You can literally spend $100 a, a, a month and build a relationship with somebody who can just put jobs on your calendar and you can eat. And all you got to do is show up, shoot, go home. So there's other ways to market and advertise other than what you're being forced to think. Um, email marketing. You think it's dead? It's not. I'll tell you this, and I won't go into detail. Old clients are a lot cheaper to get than new clients. Old clients know your work. They know what to expect. They know your price. They're a whole, They're five times cheaper to acquire than new clients. 
Um, 14 talks about working leads and referral sites, thumbtacks, barks, how to work them, why to work them when you shouldn't work them. I'm going to tell you, well, I'll leave it for the course. There's a lot of things to learn about it. 15 talks about uniforms, not just where to get them from, but why you need them. How many do you need? Depending on where you are in the world, we have coats, we have summer gear, we got fall gear, we got summer gear, I'm sorry, and winter gear. I got coats, I got hats, I got gloves. I have a set of clothes for whoever I may hire in multiple sizes. So I can say, what's your size? Here's a shirt. See you tomorrow, whatever. But we talk about that in detail, what to get, why to get it, and what to think about. I got short sets like UPS. I'm showing up like brown. So something to think about. Um, Number 16 is word of mouth by request. How to request referrals. Why this is big. Some of my best clients. And I got I got referrals to work with companies like uh, Louisville, Kentucky was a referral. Um, it was the uh, the business school in Dallas. I can't think of the name of it. Um, UTD, Dallas Business School was a referral. They didn't find me off advertising. I've had referrals that were big companies. All of those guys who are in handling marketing or learning and development, those guys hang out with each other. They, they went to school together. They, they, they have connections. Those guys just go off to different company. I've worked with companies that the company uh, downsized and sent employees everywhere. And those employees went to different companies that called to hire me. Remember me? I used to work. I used to work over at such and such. I'm now over here. Hey, we, we need some videos. They, I got over here. They got no videos. We need videos like the ones you did for us at the other company. Say no more. I'm there. So but you got to ask for it. You got to stay in contact. Um, 17.1. Talks about what not to do. Some areas I really messed up in. So hoping that you could avoid it. 18 talks about books that would dramatically help you get in the mindset of building your business. 19 is conclusion. So that is module two that launches in February. Um, Module three, we'll go over that. We'll run through that one a little quicker. Um, But module three talks about a little bit more. Nope, that's not it either. Let Let me pull up module three for you real quick. Thought I had it popped up here. Ah, here we go. Module three. Let's talk about it a little quick. Let's go through it so you guys can um so you guys can get an idea. All right. Number one is what to expect, of course. Um, number two is tools and services used to streamline the process. Like what do I use daily? Like what is my CRM? Uh, things like that. What do I use and how do I use things to help with the day to day? You don't want to be writing on notepads about clients. You want to, when a client call in, have the ability to pull up their account and see what you quoted them, what you talked to them about, who you talked to, what was their deadlines. You need all that information in front of you whenever you talk to that client. Um, it's very important. It'll help you close the sale. It'll make you seem more attentive. It'll make you seem like you care. It'll make you seem like you are the subject matter expert that really want to help them create this content. It'll seem like you are a big business that been doing this for a long time. You're experts and they should trust you. It adds value. Little stuff like that. That'll cost you $8, $10, $20 a month will go a long way. It'll remind you to send follow-up emails. It'll remind you to make calls. It'll allow them to look at your calendar and book a shoot. And you don't got to do nothing. Whatever they see is available, they can book it. You don't got to keep, hey, what about Thursday? What about Friday? What about, you got time for that. Here's my calendar. Book the day that worked for you. I'll be notified. My team will be notified as soon as you book it so I can see who's in and who's not, who I need to replace and who I don't. 
Things like that help. Number three is understanding the customer's buying process. That's something you subconsciously go through whenever you make a purchase. You may hear about an item. Then you may go to find a video on YouTube about it. You may do price checks. You may put it in your cart and go back and forth. You may see if it's on sale. You may buy it. We have a, a, a buying process that is universal across buying that everybody does subconsciously. But here I'm going to help you understand it so that you can build a brand to stab people in their pain points throughout this buying process. What do I mean, Tar? It's important that if you get somebody and they're like, well, we just re- we just check in and see what if you know where they are in the buying process and you can ramp them up to the next part or you can help overcome objections that they don't even see yet. Because what I tell you, when a client say, I didn't think of, I never thought about that. You got them. I didn't never think about that. Yeah, we got to think about they, you got them. Now you have taken the power, as my uncle say, the power as the uh, as the subject matter expert, and they're following your lead. If I got on here and talked about a bunch of crap you already knew, you would be like, okay. But because I can help you discover new things and learn new things, you're like, I think this guy know what he's talking about. If you can go implement it and get results, you're like, this guy know what he's talking about. So understanding the customer buying process will help you know what's coming, the roller coaster that's coming. It's a map to where they may be mentally. And it's good for you to understand where your client is so you can know how to prepare for battle. You know what's coming next. Hey, before you even say it, I want to make sure I give you the information on the process because I know, boom, I know where they are. They're, they're, They're thinking about it. They're just trying to understand how this is going to work for them, how they fit into my idea. I've already gotten it ready. That will blow their mind. That'll blow their mind. Um, for those who love languages, gift giving, who, who likes gifts to have somebody give you a gift without asking to have somebody do or speak to your love language without you having to explain it makes you love that person even more. If they say, Hey, I know that you like physical touch. I'm just touching you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I know you like quality time. I'm just want to sit in the room with you. Those are things that makes them love you. Understanding the, the the buying process, customer buying process, is like learning somebody's love language and then doing it before they can even say it. Some people just want you to love them without explaining, without asking you to love them. That's literally what you're doing. Um, there will be no live Thursday. No live Thursday. Number four is using YouTube to hack Google rankings. There is a method that I have been using to hack Google rankings that you can use for yourself and for your client. That's a little tidbit that I threw in there. I don't know nobody else is doing it, but I'm doing it and it works. Um, and it ain't no weird crap. It's just understanding where Google's going. Um, number five is more ways to increase sales with add-ons. Very important that you understand more about a la carte items and things you can do to add to the ticket. I'm going to show you with the pricing structure in module one how to be profitable, how to be profitable is extremely important, right? What you should be charging, where the gap should be and what it costs you to do it and what you're making off each job. It's extremely important that you understand that because if you're making just a little money, you ever did a job and you made enough money where you almost broke even? Like when you looked at gas and you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you should be making more than enough money, but you shouldn't be overcharging people. So it'll help you with understanding that. 
All right, let me see. Let's go to the next one. The next one is um, growing with outsourcing. Someone talked about outsourcing, how to hire people, how to growing with outsourcing. Number six talks about all of that, why you should outsource, when you should outsource, who you should outsource to, how to upsell outsourcing, right? Because it's labor. You're getting to that cost. How do you sell that that labor? Um, how do you sell it? Go from wholesale to retail price on that cost. Um, how to properly plan a shoot date. It's extremely important that you understand things like itinerary for a client. Who going where food gonna come from? We working eight hours, we need to eat. My crew need to eat. We hungry. I'm not skinny. As you can see, I like to eat. I'll take a job based on the food. The best part about being a wedding photographer is you get to eat cake. Um, number eight talks about physical appearance, not just clothing, but vehicle appearance, branding across the board, how your brand needs to bleed on everything. Everything needs to have some of your brand in it. It's it's something that subconsciously shows value. If you go into a Mercedes Benz dealership, some of them have handed you bottled water with their logo on it. And you just look at it like, yo, this is I'm in the big leagues now. I'm buying a real car now. They, they they all got stuff with their logo on it. It's a reason why they do swag and stuff like that. It plays subconsciously in your mind when it comes to value. Number nine talks about van over physical location. A lot of people ask questions about the van. Um, We talk a lot about the, about the van, what should be in the van, what you should look for with a van, and why you want a van over over a physical location location in today's industry. If you want a physical location, go to JCPenney's, go look at Sears, go look at Walmart, go find a portrait studio that's doing really good. You get a van, things are different. But this helps you understand why that's important and what you should be looking for, what should be in it. I give you a tour of my van and talk about some things that I've done. One of the things, I'll give you a little tidbit, is the camera system I installed in it. Saved me a lot of time, money, and heartache. And it was a $99 add-on. Little things like that <laughs> that you get to learn from me instead of learning firsthand. Number 10 is how to carry yourself on a job. Um, I do a pre-job meeting with my team. There's certain things that I do with my team before we go in so we're all on the same page. I don't got somebody popping off and doing dumb stuff with my logo on their chest for a big client. That's no go. And if you are a gold member, you heard of a story where I literally had to put somebody out of my van because they were going to mess up one of the biggest clients I've ever had in my life. Um, number 11 is close uh, bigger sales with better testimonials, right? How to get the right testimonials from your clients that are target specific. My testimonials go after each specific type of product and target audience. I don't just get people like they good. No, I get somebody that is designed to go after a target audience so that so that when I send you that proposal, you feel like every testimonial on it is talking directly to you. That will help you close mad sales. Number 12 teaches you how to be a go-to group. When you're working with a client and they need multimedia, people say, well, what if they need something else? I'm going to show you how to bring them in with that one project or that one type of product and then grow into being their multimedia company. I want to be your multimedia department. That is what I want to be for your brand. I want to handle all of your multimedia needs. This teaches you how to do that. Do that. Especially when you're working with big companies that have multiple departments. You want to make sure you 
present yourself in a way where that department will share you with other departments. I can't tell you how many times I have turned a customer and flipped them by five because it was a learning and development department or a marketing department that also shared our information. And we started working with their legal department. We started working with their, um, their, uh, mail department. We started working with their communication department. That is extremely important to take one client and just blow up how much work you get from a client. I've had a client so big. We almost had to dedicate a crew member of our staff to that client 24 seven. Like they, like we were really tempted to give them their own line, but they were spending a lot with us. Um, number 13 talks about the importance of getting customer feedback. You want to grow? You want to get better? Hear what your customer has to say, good or bad. You got to get it. You got, you can't just be like, I didn't hear from them. I delivered it. They put it on their website. I guess they like it. There's always room for improvement. And if you can't have, if you're not willing to improve, you're not going to make it. I get messages all the time. People are like, yo, I don't mean to be, you know, but this is misspelled on the web. Tell me, tell me, please stop me. Tell me I'm not funny about it. I'm not perfect. If, if it's something wrong, tell me that feedback will make you a beast. Show me where I messed up at. And you got to, this tells you who to take feedback from. If they're not a paying client, I mean, you know, I'm going to take a little bit of it. I'm not going to take all of it. A paying client is going to tell you the truth. That's why a beta program is important because people are invested. When people are invested, they're going to tell you the truth. I'm invested. You invested. We got to, we got to make something great here. So. Shout out to Detroit Public Schools. You're right. <laughs> I blame Detroit Public Schools. Um, so number 14 is what not to do. 15 are books that would dramatically help you get in the mindset of growing your business. 16 is outro. So let's talk about that for a second because there is something big that's going to happen. Um, we are getting ready to announce a beta program, right? What do I mean by a beta program? Ty? A beta program means we're going to work with 15 of you guys on the complete all three modules. And I'm going to work alongside of you to do a few things. Um, one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure we meet so I can understand what needs to change in this course. It's real important that I get feedback from clients that are invested into uh, this project. Extremely important. Um, and I hear what you have to say about the course, because I want to make sure this course kicks butt period. I want to make sure that it is, it works for you and that everybody who put their hard earned money into this course, leave this course just blown away. I want to make sure I help you. Let me be clear on what it's not. It is not a get rich quick scheme. We're not doing that. It is not a pyramid scheme. It is not a no crap like that. It is legitimate business knowledge from experience, from me paying for one-on-one consultants and bringing in all kinds of people to help grow that has worked for me and others that I've been around to help you build your business, to help you fill in the gaps of, because there was a lot of stuff I thought I knew. And I was like, oh, that's how that worked. Okay. Um, to help you build your business so that you can, pay your bills, 
and build a company that's bigger than yourself. My goal with Flash Film Media, Flash Film Academy, is building a company like, um, like a Ford, a company that continues to go. Let me give it a second because a lot of people are saying it's, it's a little slow lag. Make sure you guys uh, hit the refresh button. So we're launching the beta program. And I want to kind of go into detail on the beta program um, because the course, the audio is good, but the video slowed down. We're going to give it a second. Um, I want to make sure you guys, let me, let me I want to make sure you guys are aware that uh, the, the course, each class is going to be seven. Each module is seven fifty. together. There'll be a bundle price, but we're going to have, let me, I think I know why it's doing that. Let me see something real quick. Let's get rid of these windows. Give me a second. We'll get you right. All right. Okay. So make sure everybody's good. So with the beta program, the first 15 people join, which will go live Black Friday, literally at 12.01 a.m., the first 15 people have the benefit of joining the beta course. If you're in part of the beta group, my job is going to my job is going to be to uh to make sure that you are successful so that I can continue to build this course so others can be successful. Right? I'm only accepting 15. Somebody said my only accepting. I'm only I'm gonna tell you why I'm only accepting 15. Because this comes with consulting. If I accept 50 people, I gotta talk for 50 hours on the phone a week. It's not a good look, fam. I can't, I, I don't, I nah. I still got another business to run. I don't have the time to dedicate to it. Um, so I, it's just, it's just not going, I got it. I can't do too many when it go up for sale. Anybody can purchase it if they want to, but the beta package is coming with me as a consultant to help you implement the things that I teach on the course. Um, it comes with a, a group where the beta testers come together to help me, um, you know, make sure the course is what it should be. Help me define the course. It is first come, first serve. Gold members will get first shot at it. I'm going to be real with you. Gold members will get first stab at it. Friday, gold members get it. Cyber Monday, it'll be available to everybody. Um, but that's the thing. I want to make it. When you, get, when you are a part of the beta test, the beta group, you will also get the five key steps for creating them an effective portfolio that converts. You'll get that course for free. You'll get all the six... Uh, packs that we show, which includes the one thing I want to talk about is this, because I don't think I've talked about it. Um, I don't think I've talked about it. This is something that's extremely important. Let me uh, let's pop into here for a second. Okay, this will also come with it. Let me go full screen. So this is the Flash Film Academy structure-based pricing calculator. This is something I've been working on for a second, fam. And let me show you why it's so dope. Okay, let me find the window first because I can't even, boom. Okay, let me show you why it's so dope. So what this allows you to do, and if you've watched my structure-based pricing, I allow you to enter a day rate. How many members, how many days we're working, how many hours to determine what the base rate should be what the hourly rate should be and what the total cost. So if I'm working with a client, if my day, if I'm saying my day rate is a thousand dollars 
and I'm working with a client and it's just me for one day and eight hours, this is what the cost should be to the client, right? This is what the client will pay for overages. This is what the base price for the first hour would be. This is what the total price for eight hours would be. Now, that's easy when it's just you. However, if I have a shoot that got two people, I like to do the second person at a discounted rate of 80% of the day rate. This does the math for me. For a complete day, the base rate is now 720. The hourly rate is 155. The total project cost is 1800. It does all the rounding up to the to the to the next number as well. So, if I'm doing a 2-day shoot, let's say if I'm doing a 3-day shoot and we're working 4 hours a day and I got a two-man crew, I know what the base rate is. I know what the hourly rate is. I know, and this base rate is per day. I know what the hourly rate is. I know what the total cost is. That is, it took a long time to get this formula together, but it's there. This is included um, from my beta testers as well as a part of the beta 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 group uh, because I fully explain structure-based pricing, and I talk about why it's important to do it that way. Now, keep in mind, let me go back to that because it's something I want to show you. Let me go back to that. Real important. Keep in mind, this total cost is just the labor of capturing content. It's the labor of capturing content. This is not a la carte items. This is not teleprompter. This is not... Um, all that stuff. This is not editing. This is not none of that. That's just the cost of labor. That's how you generate your cost of labor. In the in the course, I go into more detail on how you will determine what your day rate should be. So it's real important. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.